pitch to the Center Circle Studio. Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. This is My Three Subs Podcast, a soccer odyssey with your manager, Tim Van Horn. The U.S. women are putting the goal in their (laughs) gold medal chase. We talk Olympic qualifying coming up next. What MLS team chose not to nail down a deal for a hammer? We'll talk about that in the transfer window. If I had a hammer. That's really nice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Went up just a little bit on the octave there. It was pretty good. Uh, Ronaldo can't stop scoring. Will Juventus stop winning? Mm. We'll find out about that. Plus, we've got transfer and injury updates on the way. Plus, it was it was a time of limited money, but unlimited shenanigans. Yeah. So we sit down with three original Memphis Rogues from the 1970s North American Soccer League. That's all coming up next. Brody Scott and I are in the tunnel. we got our shin guards on and ready to head to the Center Circle Studios. This is My Three Subs. We'll be back with today's kickoff from the Center Circle Studios. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. Hey, it's Tim. Just reminding you, this podcast is now powered by Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Brody and I want all of our time going into making the podcast as entertaining and as interesting as possible for you. So that's why we ditched our old services, made the switch over to Podcave. This is the complete podcast management, combining all the tools we need to make the best shows we can, to make them available on all the platforms you use, and to always stay connected with you. Podcave provides unlimited audio storage, so all our episodes, new and the old ones, are always available whenever you want them. And our website, it's included and built into Podcave, so you always have a place to find us. It's that easy. Music and soundscapes we use on the show are professionally made and fully licensed by Podcave, so we don't worry about getting sued for using music without permission, and we know for sure that the artists who made it, well, they're getting paid, and that's always a great thing. We get email and text management tools to stay in touch with you, guest booking tools, episode planning tools. Podcave even includes customizable news feeds so that we can stay on top of the latest headlines. We used to have to piecemeal all that stuff, and it took hours. Believe me, it took hours. It cost hundreds of dollars every month, and we had to have all these different accounts to really uh, get the podcast to you. Well, that's all changed with Podcave. It's all in one place, and it's all inclusive. You're going to scratch your head, and you may even have to scratch your ears when you hear this. It's all inclusive for just $49 a month. That's right, $49 a month. Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Save time and money with your first or next podcast. Don't be afraid. Give it a try. Use Podcave. That's podcave.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-V-E, podcave.com. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. We're underway from the Center Circle Studios. Hey, let's talk some Premier League news here. We, we have just a few matches with this staggered winter break, if it's a winter break for some, with FA Cup and all this stuff. It's, it's not really, really a break. Money. Is there really any downtime coming up? Uh, we've told you about these two guys. Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison were both on target for Everton as they eased past a struggling Crystal Palace. 3-1. to one. Everton's slowly climbing their way into the top 10 and, and may be one of those that you can now say okay, just a little more in the way of results and, and they're going to be totally safe. Carlson's your boy too, man. He keeps scoring. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's good, but hey, don't sleep on Calvert-Lewin and maybe making an England splash in Euro 2020. Alright, let's talk about uh, Brighton and Watford. They are both either in the relegation zone or threatening to fall there and really a result that neither team really likes to having it. Both teams drew over the weekend, which means they both lost a chance to fight out of that battle Yeah, with a score of 1-1. One to one. 
John Lundstrom was one of the hottest fantasy Premier League properties earlier this season for Sheffield United. He got sent to the bench after a struggle in form. However, he may be back on there more than you you think uh, because he came on and he did exactly what you would want a reserve to do that wanted more playing time. Yeah, he gets out there and does does the job. My thing was, yeah, he got put on the bench, Tim, but... You know, maybe it was just a wake-up call for him. Maybe he was just like, oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, there's various reasons why these things can happen, but the bottom line is, late in the match, John Lundstrom comes on, scores for Sheffield United, and once again, United uh, move to victory 2-1 over Bournemouth, and now Sheffield United sits in the top five. We'll have that top five in just a second, but uh, there was one other match scored, but because of Winter Storm, they're calling it Kira, but it looked like it was spelled like Sierra. Yeah. From who married Russell Wilson, the football player. But they but one two stepped over there and, and stepped all over the, the match. Nicely played. Thank you. Bottom line is uh, Man City and West Ham postponed once again due to the weather. I, I they were actually trying to get Man City and West Ham to play that this weekend. I believe both clubs are out training in warmer weather and are balking. At yeah. that. So it Do you looks, think this gets played? I don't think it gets played. You know, if I'm I West Ham, if I'm West Ham, I just take a 2-0 forfeit and say screw it and just not worry about the goal differential. Why have five hung on me? It's like, yeah, we give up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? They come out ahead. The only team that doesn't come out ahead is Man City here. They're well, the ones that probably want to play it because of the goal differential. Maybe, but they're so far behind at this point, I'm not even sure that that even matters. If you look at the table, you got Liverpool at 73 points, Manchester City at 51. Maybe it comes into play with Leicester as they ping-pong back and forth second and third. Yeah, Yeah. they got 49. Yeah, 49 points. Chelsea at 41, but now clawing at the heels of Chelsea for that final Champions League spot. Sheffield United with 39 points. I'd want to play for that Sheffield United spot because I'm kind of been out of shape now. Man, that's a fun team to watch. Yeah. Comparing them in 07 when they were last up, which they were hard done by because this is they survived because a West Ham team edged them out of relegation. Right. And this was with Tevez and Mascherano, who were later to have found out to maybe have been gotten by West Ham by somewhat nefarious means, which Sheffield United has long felt like they've been aggrieved, and they had not been back to the Premier League since. But I will tell you, those 39 points are now already more than what they received the entire year that they were relegated, and they still have 12 matches to go. How about that? Good for them. Yeah. All right, let's move on to La Liga. It was a fun back-and-forth match as Real Betis traded punches with Barcelona, but in the end, Barcelona got the last laugh, winning 3-2 in a game that saw both sides end with 10 men. (laughs) So, yes, literally and figuratively, I think they were throwing punches (laughs) uh, in La Liga. First half goals from Isco, and Sergio Ramos led Real Madrid to extend their league lead with a 4-1 win against Osasuna. Wait, extend their league lead? How could they do that if Barcelona also won? We'll we'll tell you why and how so in just a moment. Tafe and Atletico Madrid also won to keep pace. But Sevilla fell to Celta Vigo. So here's how things stand in La Liga. Real Madrid uh, is at 52 points. Barcelona's at 39. However, uh, Real Madrid extended their goal differential now three better than Barcelona. Getafe at 42. Atletico and Sevilla sitting at 39. And that's how things stand in La Liga. What about that Milan Derby over there? Awesome. Amazing. Derby, Derby, however you want to say it. I'm, I'm not judging. The Derby? The Derby. 
<laughs> and the horses were running in the Milan Derby, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, how about Zlatan, man, helping out AC Milan up 2-0 at the half? Yeah, if I'm going into the locker room at, with AC Milan at halftime, I'm thinking, okay, we're cruising in this match, but whatever Conte said to them at halftime, it lit a match under their butts. I mean, they had rounds of coffee and shots of espresso, and boy, they came out of there shot out of a cannon. Inter Milan knocked back four in the second half, including Lukaku. He scored again. Inter yeah. took this one four to two. How about this? If I'm Inter Milan, they've got to be laughing because they're like the island of rejected toys because you have Conte, who's leading them, and then you've got Ashley Young, you've got Alexi Sanchez, and uh, you've got uh, – did I mention Luka- – and Ashley Young, Sanchez, and Romelu Lukaku, who are all castaways from Manchester right. United – just loving life in Syria right yeah, now. Yeah, but you also have to take into account AC Milan. Okay, with Zlatan probably going into the half, going, oh, 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 "Look at me, I scored two. <laughs> you know, you'd be pulling Zlatan, and he comes out of the half, still still feeling that cocky self of his, and then just get shut up, you. Yeah. Enters for real. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, At Atalanta and Lazio uh, keep pace at the top uh, with wins of their own. But then uh, you look at Juventus, where it's been back and forth with Inter. Well, despite a Ronaldo goal, Verona upset Juventus 2-1. So there is a bit of a change at the top of Serie A. Once again, Inter is a top Serie A, and they have a plus-two goal differential now, they have 54 points along with Juventus, but that goal differential, at least that, for now, yeah. means that they are atop the standings. Lazio, we told you about Lazio and Immobile mm-hmm. uh, continuing to help Lazio push up the table. Well, they're now within one, one point of the lead. And then you do have a significant drop-off. Atalanta at 42, Roma at 39 points. But now it has become a three-club race this in Serie A. So if you have that ESPN Plus package, yeah. I highly recommend on the weekends you watch some Serie A because now if you get either a, if you get Inter, Juventus, or Lazio, really wh- whichever the three are in there, you're watching a league leader. Inter is fun to watch, but Lazio is really fun to watch. They just run. That's Don't- the that yeah they they go and they go and they go. They're the new sexy pick. Yeah, of yeah, Serie A. Yeah, and they're the Energizer Bunny when it comes to the that Serie A. They're the new flavor of gelato. Hey oh, hey oh. All right, let's talk Bundesliga. And uh, Hertha Berlin is now uh, going to have to search for a new coach or at least go with an assistant because Jurgen Klinsmann has said after ten weeks, uh, nine. Uh, <laughs> he says no, he's done with that. He came from the boardroom and decided uh, to help out with Hertha Berlin as they were sitting in relegation uh, zone with uh, with Dusseldorf. Yeah. But after managing for t- uh, approximately ten weeks, he's actually got them about six points clear at this point. And he says, "Okay, listen, I didn't want this long term. I'm going back to the boardroom. Yeah. You guys can handle it from here." So Klinsman uh, walks away from that. Otherwise, though, let's talk about near the top of the table. Borussia Dortmund came in red hot, but Bayer Leverkusen was even hotter this weekend in a shootout winning 4-3. to three. Uh, Dortmund usually wins these. They'll win these yeah. like 5-2, five, 5-3, five, but uh, Leverkusen was able to find the secret sauce this weekend and able to pour it on to uh, Borussia Dortmund. So a, a surprising win for them. Now, Bayern Munich and Red Bull, Red Bull Leipzig, Leipzig. Tang- yeah, they tangled at the top, and it was actually a pretty decent match for a, a nil-nil match. It was two teams that had a, that that had a they had a lot of fear that they were going to lose, right. but they also pushed and countered at times. So you see, it was a bit of a chess match. Uh, it's it's about as good as you can get for a nil-nil. And then, by the way, uh, Cologne and this other team. Oh yeah, 
Zipper Glide back. They were postponed by the weather as well. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, uh, that's all from the Bundesliga. What moron put the standings on the top of the next page? Oh, that was me. Oh, that Hang was on. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bayern Munich at 43 points leads the league right now. Red Bull Leipzig at 42. Dortmund and, and München. <laughs> Zipper Glide back. Thank you. Not 39. And Bayer Leverkusen with their win moves into fifth with 37 points. Uh, by the way, next week's guest has actually scored in a friendly against Bayer Leverkusen. Oh, really? Yeah. No, oh, that's fun. That now, if you now if you Google that, good luck trying to figure out who that is. <laughs> yeah, that laundry list. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Dutch leagues. Ajax and uh, AZ Alkmaar both had their matches uh, postponed. postponed because yeah. of the weather. PSV got theirs in on Saturday, beating Willem the second three to one. So, just a real quick please, overview. Of the, please be even. <laughs> let's see. All right. Ajax at 50, yeah. AZ Alkmaar 47, okay. Feyenoord and Willem II in third with 40, and PSV 39. Dang it. That's that hard math again. It is that hard math. Second is in third. Is that, is is that, that common, common core? core? Story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, buy me a Coke. All right, <laughs> let's go to Ligue uh, Di Maria, Mbappe, and Cavani all tallied in PSG's 4-2 win over Lyon. They uh, now, what was once an eight-point lead over the last couple of weeks, they've built that up to a 12-point lead over Marseille. Yeah, and a 20-point lead over Rennes, 61-49-41, respectively. U.S. Women's National Team. Let's talk talk about domination. What a fun CONCACAF Olympic qualifying tournament it was for them, conceding no goals. They go into the final against Canada. Of course, both teams qualifying from CONCACAF. So really, it was just playing for the extra trophy, and the U.S. uh, goes on to win that one 3-0, which was 0-0 half. Yeah, it was was kind of like a passer's quarry uh, there in the first half. What? It was a what? A passer's quarry? It was uh, the quagmire of passes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Just who can pass it the most? I just thought I was missing out on... You had a term that I had never heard before. I thought I was just missing out on what the cool kids who, knew. Who can get the ball the most yeah. <laughs> in the first half? <laughs> and then and then U.S. decided to lay it on yeah. hot and heavy yeah. with 3-0. Yeah. Kristen Press was fantastic in the whole tournament. Uh, both teams go to Tokyo. And the men's sides, by the way, begin their qualifying process next month. Let's talk some MLS here, boys and girls. Yes. Uh, the LA Galaxy's Chicharito, at least as of this recording, has been training solo as he awaits his work visa. The team and he expect the arrival of that visa a little bit later this week, and then he'll get back into the mix with them as the season begins, really, in about two weeks, yeah. opening weekend. Yeah, It's almost here. The MLS and the Players Union have reached a multi-year collective bargaining agreement. Both sides can claim some victories in all of this, including a little more charter travel for the players and also... How they allocate, you know, they have that TAM and this oh, other yeah. money. They've kind of changed those buckets of money around a little bit to give more flexibility, uh, which allows more players to be better compensated, which opens that up good. just a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, so good for them. A nearly three-year-old lawsuit is over. I'm so sorry, Brody. I know that you have been a pro-rail kind of guy. Lower league clubs, Kingston Stockade and Miami. I'm not even sure what league they're in. No disrespect. <laughs> but they filed a 2017 challenge, essentially trying to force promotion and relegation. Yeah. That challenge has failed. Dang so, it. yeah, it's back to the drawing board for those that want to have promotion relegation. Also, former 901 FC uh, striker uh, Elliot Collier, who was here on loan in 2019 from the yeah. Chicago Fire, went back to camp with Chicago Fire as a trialist this year. He went without a contract. He had a great camp.
still continuing to do so. They have rewarded him with a three-year deal. It's a one-year deal with a club option for two more. Uh, there's a video of him scoring against Nashville in their preseason match uh, last week. So congratulations. Yeah. We know we've interviewed him before for some other uh, media items, and he has been nothing but pleasant. The New Zealand striker, of course, got his first cap with New Zealand this past summer, and we congratulate him on that. He's a friend of the program, and he may, may not even know it. We, sh- <laughs> we need to send him a, a scarf. Yeah. What? What is this? Yeah, thanks, Thanks, buddy. Uh, let's talk. In fact, in fact, Speaking of USL, let's talk about United Soccer Leagues in the championship preseason. Uh, Birmingham Legion welcomed over 6,700 fans, which was yeah. a club record for them for their exhibition against Atlanta United. They lost 3-2 in added time, but the fans, they went home happy, and I'm sure they did at the box office too. A 3-2, that's nothing to shake a stick at. That's no. pretty good. No, not at all. Birmingham Legion, which I think will now become the de facto uh, rival from Memphis, oh, not all so. want to see now that Nashville is an MLS club. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to having them come to town very soon. Uh, Memphis 901 FC's captain Mark Birch buried a free kick again. Yeah, That's yeah. He, he, He's real good at stuff yeah. like that. Uh, Memphis 901 FC uh, had a preseason friendly up in St. Louis. They lost that one 2-1. to one, But I will tell you, if you look at the roster, it's some of the returning players, some of the new signees, and then it was peppered with two or three trialists out there. So really the bottom line is, Get the players out of the match healthy. Right. right. Get them in condition. See what you can learn about the new guys. And then maybe if you can find a diamond in the rough, then you take that diamond in the rough. But remember when we went to the press conference and interviewed Tim Howard about this, their goal is not to necessarily find the diamond in the rough, but they'll definitely take one if they can sure. find it. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, don't be discouraged by the preseason shenanigans here. I, I don't think that... What you're going to see in the preseason is what you're necessarily going to see in the start of the season. Game one, match one, you're going to see a, a hot and heavy Memphis 901 FC. And, and a couple of weeks ago from the audio that we had from the training session that we went to, it's all about, and we, when we talked with Ben Pierman, the assistant coach, was all about building up toward March 7th yes. against Indy 11, which right. will be uh, at home for those of you that want to come to Memphis. Yeah. And you listen uh, if you listen to this podcast, uh, there are home teams, so we will talk about them just a little bit, and proudly so. Let's talk transfer window, though. Well, that move uh, is now off for West Ham's Winston Reed. Last week, we told you that it looked like a loan arrangement had been struck between Nashville SC of MLS and West Ham United. Um, Nashville said, nah, thanks, but no thanks. He is not going to be headed to Nashville SC after all, at least as of today. Yeah, interesting. He's been oft injured. And he has not really gotten a good run of games lately, so yeah. I'm not sure where that would behoove Nashville at this point other than experience in the dressing room. He is, he is known to be a good guy. He's a New Zealand international. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with that. One thing I do know is Jack Grealish says, hey, if Manchester United comes calling, he's good with that this summer. And we've talked about him as an up-and-comer. He played great yeah. in the championship last year. He has been the shining star for Aston Villa this year. In fact, He's actually been spotted house hunting in Northwest England. Oh, that's a which that's a big a, step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big step. But he is definitely in demand. And whether or not Aston Villa stays up or not, I think is irrelevant. I think at this point, if they can cash in on, on a young Jack Grealish uh, as a playmaker, I think they're gonna they're gonna take a stab at that. And by the way, I know the transfer window is technically closed for most of the dealings in Europe. However, there is an exception at Barcelona because right. they have Suarez and now Dembele out long term and they have the doctor's notes to prove it right. they can go shopping for another striker they're looking at uh, in la liga they're looking at valencia's rodrigo as a possible 
fill in, perhaps a loan deal. We'll find out maybe more in the coming days, but that is the name that keeps popping up uh, over in the Spanish media uh, to at least put a Band-Aid on it and, and, and to get somebody in there to help out Lionel Messi. All right, let's talk injuries. Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Christian Pulisic are rumored to both possibly be back by the end of the month. This is still the old mystery, and I bring yeah. this up because this is this is the pebble in your shoe. Yeah, man. Dude, my tinfoil hat is on with Pulisic, man. Something's going on, and I don't think we'll ever find out what exactly is going on. Maybe. You know, because I, I just don't think anybody is going to be willing to talk about what kind of holdout there was. And he's mum. Yeah. Pulisic has he's, he's maintained radio silence. Yeah, not a word. Sadio Mane, who was the hero of my fantasy team, now with his thigh injury, my my team is pretty much kaput. <laughs> it's it's average at best. He's expected back later this month, thank goodness. Yeah. Scott McTominay with Manchester United could be back by the end of month as well. And Paul Pogba, uh, who knows? I, I, who knows? Does he come back? <laughs> well, he does at some point because he's gonna. He, he and his agent are gonna want a payday. Well, sure, but maybe not this season. Yeah, I mean. Maybe for the last home game or two, so he can get some applause as they yeah. uh, leaves the pitch. Perhaps cart him out, <laughs> wheel him out. That's all we know on injuries at this time. You are up to date. Coming up, the seventies were a wild and woolly time, and the North American Soccer League was a reflection of society. Three of the original Memphis Rogues from 1978 join us next. Even if you were not alive then or yeah. not old enough to remember. These stories are going to make it's you a wild laugh. Ride. Yeah. It's a wild ride. You don't have to know them personally to enjoy these stories. They're coming up next on My Three Subs. And that takes us to the half. More next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. Well, look who's in the podcast studio today. It's the president of Financial Wealth Services and huge Memphis soccer fan, Hal Downing. Hal, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Listen, let's talk about Financial Wealth Services. What do you guys do? We are a source of capital, uh, almost a matchmaker, if you will, between uh, small, medium, large companies and uh, a source of capital for direct investments for high net worth individuals. I know for a fact that you've got a ton of experience in real estate and other aspects of the financial industry, decades of experience, and people can trust you with that. How, how can they pick up the phone and call you? Uh, numbers 901-498-2190. I know that you're a gigantic soccer fan, and probably the only thing you love more than soccer is helping people out. Yes. Uh, 10% of all gross proceeds in my firm go to the Catholic Diocese here in Memphis, and we're also involved in other charities as well. All right. What's that phone number again, and, and, and do you have an email address? 901-498-2190. Email haldowning7 at gmail.com. That's Hal Downing, president of Financial Wealth Services, 901-498-2190. Hal, thanks for coming in, and thanks for being a supporter of this podcast. Really do appreciate you. Thank you.